Welcome to the Just Grace It podcast with Brian and Rex. just leave this. Welcome to the Just Grace It podcast with Brian and Becky Ross. He's the pastor and my hubby. She's the horse girl and my wife. And we're coming to you from our home in the Midwest, Refuge Farm. Join us as we discuss how to apply God's grace to marriage, family, life, and ministry in, in the, the Just, Just Grace It podcast. podcast. guys long time no chat yeah hello everybody i feel awkward because we haven't done this in a long time yeah like we've months. been we've been naughty <laughs> it's been like two and a half months since we did anything we recorded some things in may but then we never put it out because hasn't it been longer than that well i just looked at our um uh what do you call it our library of recordings in the Anchor app. Okay. And the last one we recorded was May 3rd. Okay. But the last one that we actually put out was April 19th. And that one I did by myself. So you haven't even been on here in a long time. Man, I'm a terrible Christian. Why are you a terrible Christian? I've been, you know, just derelict in my duties on this uh no, we Podcast. haven't. Been, we have not been derelict. We have been. We've had a lot going on. Yeah. So. So where our, do you want to start with the update? Oh, uh, okay. So first of all, welcome to the Just Grace It podcast with Brian and Becky Ross. Um, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Welcome. Um, we are going to give you an update on what's been going on with us and family and just life the last two and a half months and then um we're going to talk a little bit about what we're going to do moving forward because we want to keep going with the podcast it is not that we don't want to do the podcast we want to do the podcast we like doing the podcast it's therapeutic for us to do the podcast we've missed doing the podcast but and i think feel like this term is kind of cliche in Christian circles, but I also think there is a little bit of truth to it that sometimes you just go through seasons season. of life. Yes. It's been a bad season. <laughs> it's not been a bad season. It's been a challenging season. It's been busy. It's been busy and it's been challenging and there have been some difficulties. But um, we just... We didn't intend to take in a two and a half month break, but we just ended up taking a two and a half month break. And um, there were just some other things that needed our attention and our energy and our focus. So that's I, why I, we haven't done anything. And I would kind of say that maybe we were both sort of like, you might have some energy or interest towards doing it and then I was just sort of not feeling it and then maybe vice, vice versa, versa a little bit. yeah one of us would say oh we should really do a podcast and the other one would be like yeah we really should and then something would inevitably happen or you know we'd get to that time when we were just frankly a lot of times we were just frankly exhausted yeah. and just didn't have the 
mental energy to well, put to it. The so. end. The end of the school year is kind of that way anyway for me, just because there's a lot of extra things that I have to do, things that I have yeah. to be at, responsibilities. Um, just with school winding down graduation. and graduation and just things I th- extra stuff I have to do as part of my job that I don't always have to do those things you know throughout most of the year so right that was a, definitely a factor at least for me well and you were doing an extra hour of your day teaching which you normally yeah weren't doing I was teaching what they call a sixth hour assignment which means I didn't have a prep hour. So I had kids. I didn't have an hour set aside with no chill, no kids in front of me to plan. So I had to do everything sort of... I was constantly... You lost an hour out of your day as far as prep. Right. So I had to make up for that somewhere, which meant, you know, it was... Other things, other let, things. got let go. Right. Yeah. Or got behind or whatever. Correct. So, but you... You were able to earn. I was able to earn some extra money to pay for our transmission. <laughs> yes, for the van. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. So there's been working. There's been. Um, for me, I'm trying to think of where to even start because we haven't put anything out since April. So around Easter time. So. We had Easter. Um, for Easter was late this year, so it was, Easter was the seventeenth. Um, we went to a pastors' conference in Chicago at the end of April that's after right. Easter. Yes, that was so. Let's start there. So yes, we went to a pastor pastors' wives' conference um, in Chicago, and that was really good. Mm-hmm. for us to do because we were able to get away for a whole weekend of Friday afternoon to a sun- Sunday afternoon and just were able to connect with some of our um, friends that are also in the ministry and that we don't get to see all the time and um, we stayed with some really good friends of ours and two other couples that are also in the ministry and just had a really good time with them and good fellowship with them and just good connection time with them which I think if you're listening to this and you're in the ministry you need to have good close friends that are also in the ministry because those friends are gonna understand what it's like and what you're going through in a way that other people just can't because they're just not in that same position right so that was a good weekend i taught at that conference on uh, the topic of universalism and then i was on the q a panel at that and wasn't expecting to be on the q a panel but i was and so that was a new experience for me i've never really mm-hmm. done that before but i would say we had great hospitality that weekend from our friends and mm-hmm. Just great Ben and Gwen, fellowship. Hey, if you listen. The Wandas, shout out to the Wandas and to um, the Stridums and um, Robert and Brianna. What's their last name again? I can't. Their I, last name is running away with me right at the moment. I can't but remember. we had never really gotten to spend no. time with them. Um, they're a young married couple that is um, part of a church 
in Florida that right. our friends, the yep. Stridums, are part of. And um, we got to get to know them a little bit better. And they just actually had their first baby. Yep. So congrats to them. Congrats to them on the. So that was fun to get to know them a little bit better, too. Right. So. Should we look up their last name? I don't. It's driving me nuts. I can't (laughs) remember. Go ahead. All right. You keep going. So, okay. So after that, um, we came home and (laughs) had a couple weeks well, what even happened after that? Well, while we were there, a, a certain other controversy started by something that was published that then kind of... That you've been putting that, a lot of time That I put a lot of time into dealing with. Yes, and we... It's the Bells, Robert Bell, Bell. Robert yes. and Brianna Bell. Gosh, okay. Sorry, Sorry, guys. Sorry we couldn't think of your last name. Too many brain farts over here. So, um, they weren't the controversy. That's no. just the last no, name no, of no, the no. couple we spent Not at all. Had a great time with them. So. Um, so, where was I, what was I going to say? I had brought up that while we were in Chicago, something had been published that presented a new oh, yeah. controversy and that required a lot of thought and decision-making about yes, what, if anything, Because somebody was, had... So we had done a podcast back in March, I think it was, yes. about another issue where somebody was saying we had been attacked and some nasty thing, really nasty things, and then um, was that the same people or was yep, that, that okay? Was okay, same. that was the same people, but a different issue. Well, then the same people did more. <laughs> And so um, then it was like, okay, is this one of those situations where you just shut your mouth and just, if they're going to be that way, let them be that way? Or do you address the issue? Like, do you call them out? And initially, I was not in favor of you saying anything because I felt like we had had enough and I... Um, I remember us talking about it and I remember me saying that, you know, when do we get to just have some peace? Yeah. That's that's how I was feeling. I I was feeling very overwhelmed with a lot of things, which we'll get into in a little bit. So that would have been in, that would have been like literally the last, the last days of of April, April, right into the, the early part of May. So that when... The, when this became known and I was first started trying to decide if I was going to say anything or not. And then um, initially I decided not to for a variety of reasons. And then other things happened uh, in that. Well, then it got to the point where you kind of had to say something. Well, I felt like I had to just because of the way um, the whole thing developed. But... In the and meantime, we sought counsel from other people as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I kind of got to the point where I'm like, okay, I see why you need to say something. It's important that you say something, but I didn't want you to be the only one falling on your sword with it. Like if you were going to say something, then I felt like other people had to back you up and be vocal in their backing up, backing you up. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So. so anyway, that, that whole thing just 
took I took my time sort of developing that, thinking through what to do and studying, researching, putting some material together. Um, and that, that didn't really sort of come to a head until um, late May, early June. But in the meantime, there were other things going on with, with us, with you, with the kids, and et cetera. Yeah. So, for me, um, and I think I really started to notice and realize I was on this trajectory when we were on the trip to the pastor, pastor's wife's conference. Um, I just, I was so exhausted, and I was so... Like, when I was there, I talked to the people that I was comfortable talking to, but I know um, the pastor's wife that was, like, leading, we had a breakaway time where just the wives got together, and the wife that was, whose husband was hosting the whole conference, she kind of wanted me to speak up and say something, and to share a little bit and I we didn't have to it wasn't required but like I just I didn't have it like I had I didn't have anything I didn't feel like I had anything to offer I really didn't I was pretty quiet I talked with my friends and I you know I did talk with a few ladies um who came over to me and you know I was able to engage with them but I was feeling very 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 drained I was feeling very burnt out I was feeling very introverted and I just didn't feel like I I didn't have the emotional capacity to like go out of my way to offer anything to anyone like I just didn't have it and so that was kind of my first clue that I was kind of heading back down into a big bout of anxiety but this time it was depression too and it's I was telling somebody this I don't remember who I was saying I've said it to a couple people I think um that for me when that happens it it's like I'm okay until all of a sudden I'm not okay and that's kind of how it was. It was like, I was okay, I was okay, I was okay, and then I was not. But I think, though, that you were telling... I think you were not okay before you were willing to admit you were not okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think, yeah, I think it, it was... it was heading in that direction, but then... I don't know how it is for other people, but for me, I always, like... Like, okay, yeah, that was that was a bad week, or that was a bad couple of days, or you know, whatever, it was rough, but everybody goes through rough things and I feel okay now. But then when all the stuff piles up and it just becomes week after week after week after week after week after week and issue after issue after issue and, you know, like we had stuff going on with, we have teenagers, so <laughs> you can imagine we're not going to get into that personal family stuff on the podcast right now, but like, we had stuff going on with raising teenagers and different issues with that that we had to be engaged as parents. And when you're already running on empty, like, that is really, really hard. 
I think too, and I think you are impacted by this. We had a really bad string of wet, dreary, no sunshine days. Days yes. like for three, four weeks in a row, yes. right there I in April, May, out, March, April. I couldn't be out with the horses very much because it was just raining all the time. So there was no, you know, I. There's nowhere to do anything, right. you know, and so it was like you go out and do chores, and that's about it. I broke my foot. Um, yeah, that was when so was that? The, that was that March, was April, right before spring break started. Oh yeah, so, so end of March. March, beginning of April. So I wasn't able to do a whole lot because of that, and yeah, it just was. It was a lot of things. Just one thing led to another, and. Um, I I finally got to a point where like I could feel in myself that it like I knew I was in that I just I couldn't feel happy like it was hard to feel happy and I was just in that downward spiral and I knew I was down there you know and so So what'd you do about it how did you I mean I know what you did but so, the listeners don't <laughs> Well, it's been really interesting because I've had a few conversations with people about this particular subject of anxiety and depression. And I've also been able to, um, I've had a couple people ask for advice about, okay, when you're there, how do you work yourself out of it? Um, and so I've actually been able to share my story some of my story a little bit with a couple people and um as weird as it sounds when even if you're in the middle of it if you can just share what the lord is doing in your life when you're going through that stuff and you feel like you can use that to help other people and encourage other people who are going through the same thing even if you're in the middle of it, that is one thing that helps because then you feel like, okay, at least there's a purpose to this. At least there's a positive to this. Yeah, and we're not going to mention any names, but I, I think you even talked to some other, at least one other pastor's wife about this. Yeah. And um, maybe some of the folks, I know one person in our church that you check in with fairly often as far as how you're feeling yeah mental emotionally yeah. so to speak yeah um and i knew i knew that it was a point where you we had a conversation one night about you just seeming to be stuck and not not able to be excited or happy about yeah things um and you know did we need to have you talked to the doctor about yeah where you were at and so so talking you know if you're there one of the things for me is you cannot do that by yourself you can't be in that place by yourself you have to have someone that you can talk to and um you know if you're a spouse and your husband or your wife is going through this like you need to just, this is one of the questions I got at one point. 
Um, and this person actually encouraged me to talk about this on the podcast. Not neither of us knowing at the time that I was headed in this, like I didn't really realize I was headed in this direction again when we had this conversation. But um, if you're married to somebody who struggles with anxiety and or depression, one of the things that you did for me, I always feel so bad. Like I feel like, what I'm struggling with mentally is and emotionally is like it affects the family dynamic, our family dynamic, it affects our marriage. And so I end up feeling bad and I have all this shame and this guilt that I carry when I'm in that mode. Um, and one of the things that you did for me is you wrote me a note one day and you just you told me how much you love me and how much I mean to you and that you love my mind, even though sometimes... Your mind's pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> even though I struggle and that that really helped me. You I can't it, delete what I just said about your mind being hot, by the way. I'm not going to delete it. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Anyway... <laughs> So that really helped me. So if you're married to somebody who struggles, I think just listening to them, encouraging them, do not do not get mad at them. Do not yell at them. Do not get frustrated with them. Do not throw your hands up in the air and say this is hopeless. Like it's like any other disease. Like you've got to walk with them in that. Well, and if you don't know how to walk with them in that, sit down with them and say, "What do you need from me?" you know what or just love them because sometimes they don't even know what they need i've been there where you've asked me well what do you need for me to do and i'm like i don't know i don't know what i need if i knew what i needed then i could tell you and i probably wouldn't be in this space you know yeah so i think just so i don't know being be nurturing them is i needed to be nurtured i needed to be nurtured and i needed to know there's that verse in Ephesians that talks about nurturing and cherishing your wife. And that is what I needed in that time. And that's what you did for me. Well, I mean, I appreciate you saying that and so on. But, like, being on the other end of it as the spouse that's not struggling necessarily with it, but watching your other spouse and trying to figure out, okay, what's going on here? And why is, you know, it's not all, that's not always easy and i th i think for us now we've kind of been down this path a few mm -hmm. times and so i can i more readily identify maybe okay if but, i'm heading that way but there's but even that's sort of a heart a fine line because like i don't want to treat you like you're broken broken but i also want to be cognizant of what i think think is going on and sometimes i think i see maybe things in a certain way before you do but it's hard to but say But you also know me really really well but so, i don't want but i don't always be like well are you you're sad today you're, are you depressed yeah, yeah. you I don't want to be like pouncing on the person and it reminded me of another conversation that i had with a really really good friend of mine and she went through a really hard time um, she actually had some physical stuff going on though and but 
when you have physical stuff, there's also mental, emotional stuff that happens too. And she was sharing that um, her husband just listening to her, like he, she's like, I didn't want for him to fix it. He always wanted to come in and be like, okay, what can I do to make it better? And she was like, I didn't need that. I just needed him to listen. And I just needed, sometimes I just needed him to hold me while I cry. And sometimes wives just need that. So an answer to the question that I've gotten in the past about what can a husband do, those are things that I would say is make sure you're nurturing your wife, encouraging your wife, cherishing your wife, and don't always come in with your box of tools like, well, I'm going to help you fix this and get over this, and it's just going to be, you know, I'll just make it all better because you can't make it better. And then the other thing that I did is um, a lot of praying. And I remember I got to the point, at, and I posted on this about this on Facebook at one point. I got to the point where I'm like, okay, Lord, like I need you to, like I need something. Because I'm struggling. Like, I can't get myself out of this. And then it was like the next morning, there's this passage of scripture. And it was just like exactly what I needed. And didn't that coincide with when you finally made the choice to talk to the doctor again about maybe needing some... Medicine. medicine and that was the other thing i was going to say i know that this stuff is like super super personal and some people might be listening to this and being like wow you're being really personal but yes i went to the doctor and i got on a different i had been on medicine in the past i think i talked about that on another podcast um and then i was off of it for a while and i was okay for a while but that's kind of how it is with me. I'm okay for a while until I'm not. And then I went back to the doctor and you and I had talked about it and we both agreed that I needed to do something because I just, I couldn't relax. I couldn't. That was My the, brain could not relax. Which meant you couldn't sleep, which meant, exactly. you know, it had the cascade effect over yes. everything. Yes. So, so, um, so I did go and talk to my doctor and I did go on medicine and that's just me. I'm not saying that that's for everybody. I'm not saying that's the solution for everybody. I know there's people that don't agree with going on medicine and that's fine, but that's you and this is me and that's what I did and it's helping. So. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... but I mean like all of that was, um, a lot of why I like the podcast and stuff I just I didn't have the emotional mental energy to put into doing something like this I just did I didn't I felt like I was so burnt out and so running on empty I didn't feel like I had anything to give and I, and I think I was sort of and you were getting there <laughs> I was kind of getting there too which I kind of get in that general frame of mind or feeling towards the end of a school year anyway yeah um but we've been off school now we had a family vacation yeah 
yes. We had a nice trip to the Smoky Mountains, which is sort of like our home away from home, right? Our happy place, so to speak. It is my happy um, place. So we, you know, we've done that, and I think we've sort of been able to sort of fill our tanks up a little bit more than... Yes, and I think that is the thing that, like, we have to do a better job of is not waiting until we're running on fumes before we refuel so to speak like we need to be putting little bits of fuel in here and there and that doesn't always mean going on a big vacation but like we needed that time we were able to take my mom i had this amazing time with my mom it was such a special time um, we don't always get a lot of time, and so it was like everything about it was exactly what my soul needed. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would agree, and I I had like a lot of time to just sit on the. There was a trout stream there, and where we had our, our cabin. There's no trout in it. There was no <laughs> trout in it, but there was a stream there. There was little, little fish, little fishing yeah. or whatever. But like, so I would just, I'd be awake before everybody else in the morning, and I would make the coffee and go do my Bible reading and, and read for. Just in some cases, to the water. some mornings I was out there for an hour, hour fifteen minutes before anybody else was even awake, and I just, I don't know, like. That to me is like that refueled you. That refueled me. That 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 refreshed me. Being able to just do that, yeah. you know. And you're not home, so there's not the computer. There's not all the stuff that you feel like. Well, well I need to let's do this, talk about that. We that. made a pact. We made an agreement before we left that we were going to sign out of all social media. Yes. For the for the duration of our vacation, and um, so like I did that when we left the driveway. I, I didn't post anything while we were gone. I signed out. I didn't check anything. I didn't interact with anybody. I just like went and lived in a hole for a week almost and just did my thing. Well, and, and we made the kids do that too. So yeah, we almost we had like a family tech fast, so to speak. That is something I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts and reading different things about and i think that it's so important like you have to get off you have to get off your social media for a while and just like it's so like we we watched like a little bit of tv like before we would go to bed at night like late at night but like we were out in the river catching little fish until it got dark and the bats came out and we didn't I didn't my mom and I were like okay we're done we don't want the bats flying over our head yeah we we really did very little that had anything to do with technology now we used the gps on the phone when we right. were driving around and that kind of stuff and we but, listened to music and we listened and stuff, to music but... and stuff but we didn't do any interaction and stuff like that and um you know, even even with some of the other things that I do, like with creating a video from my office, like I've I've sort of been feeling the need to do it, but I've been struggling with the creativity. That's the thing people don't get. Like to do a podcast like this, or to, to for me to make a video from my office or whatever. Like 
you got to always be having like an idea and always be having something to share. And I think we both got our creative sort of meter stuck. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I remember there were times where you were like, let's do a podcast. And I was like, eh, what are we going to do it on? Like, I, I, and I would have an idea, but then you were not like necessarily super excited about that idea. And then I think there were a few times where the opposite was the case. Yeah. But so, so yeah. So here we are. What is it? July 11. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're kind of in the, I'm hope like, Middle of summer. Middle of summer. We've sort of gone on our trip. We've had July 4th. July 4th is busy because it's my birthday and our anniversary, anniversary is a few days, before, a few days that. before that. And we have family coming into town and a gathering on July 4th typically. And so now all that's behind us and I'm just hoping to... We had a leak in the ceiling in our house that like right oh, before yeah. we left. That, I mean, so like, yeah, we've just had stuff going on. So, but... Um, but you know what? That's the way ministry is. This podcast is about life, ministry, and other things, right? Like, right. the ministry hasn't stopped. It's not like, oh, wait a minute, you had a leak in your ceiling, so we everything keep, pauses. Everything pauses. And while, now you're you know, just, yeah, your teenagers are oh, they're acting just psycho. <laughs> so okay, everything pauses, and you can just focus on that. It's like, but now I feel like we have a little bit more. I feel like I have some juice back in me <laughs> that I can do things. And I do think the medicine has helped also. Like, I, think I it's, really do. I think it's helped. But I you know, I know we're sort of meandering here over a variety of things, which we knew we kind of probably would. Right. But before we close the book on the conversation about like your anxiety and stuff, I, we are going to, at the advice of our doctor, one thing we're going to do different is we're going to buy one of those... Um, lamps yeah it's a light uh the, what do they call them um, um i don't know it's a light that you sit in front of for like if you have seasonal affective movement. disorder yeah. yeah and which i i get in the winter time it's like after christmas we live in michigan so like after christmas after the excitement of the holidays and stuff goes away and then like Excuse me, like mid-February, mid-January, mid end of January and February and March are like, bleh. It's like you barely get any sunshine around here. It's freezing cold. It's freezing cold. Then it's like either really rainy, snowy, or icy depending on the year and the time of year. And it's like I can't always be out with the horses as much as I want to be because of the weather. And so it's just like, yeah. So um, we are yes. going to try one of those lights. For me, it's the time period between the Super Bowl is over in early February and spring training has, hasn't has started in the oh, Cubs. Lord. The Cubs aren't playing baseball yet. That's how I judge it. So basically February, March. Yeah, February, yeah. March stink. <laughs> yeah. So... um. But before we close out, we also wanted to share kind of what our plan was. We are counting this as season three of the podcast. Um, I th- we are going to share, um, we're going to go through the book Lifetime Guarantee by Bill Gillum. And this is a book that we have done with our small group at church 
This is a book that you and I have read through, um, just you and I, and we've referred to it um, and read excerpts from Quoted it. from it, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, in other podcasts. But what we decided that we're going to do is we're going to, moving forward, um, and we might have an odd episode that deals with something else and they're here and there, but we're going to go through that book on the podcast And the reason that we're going to do that is um, because it deals with, it deals with struggles and it deals with flesh and it deals with sin and it deals with grace and it deals with victory over those things. And um, it's just something that I think is really important for people to get because there's so many different ideas about um, what the flesh is and and what is our real identity as believers and there's just a lot of identity talk going on in the world anyway and so um, I think we're gonna go through that book. Yeah, I mean the books the books like it's not perfect, but it is helpful. It's helped yeah. us. It's been you know, uh, beneficial. And, um, I think it's helped people in our church with some things and, um, it'll at least give us some structure as we try to get back into a routine also of, um, making these podcasts. Yep. And you're, you just started Galatians for your sermon series. And that eventually is going to talk about the works of the flesh and the fruit of the spirit and you know how does all that stuff work in our lives and yeah yep. law and grace and all law those and grace all and those good all things. those all those so. subjects so yeah i mean um now here's the thing though okay i'm gonna bring this up at um, a conclusion i didn't okay becky thinks that we should re-record the introduction to the podcast to keep it fresh I like the classic, so we need your feedback is what we need on this. Oh, our little intro where we say who we are. Yeah, and talk about our farm, and you I'm mess up and laugh, head. and yeah. I I think it's just sort of... I know. I just thought maybe we should sound a little more professional instead of amateur. We're professionals. We're professional and I, I think I think people are listening to this oh. to just hear us talk in our conversation more so than they're looking for the most flashy introduction introduction but that's just me we'll see see y'all can tell us what you think yeah um you can message us on the facebook page for the just grace at podcast with brian and becky ross you can email brian at brian b-r-y-a-n at justgraceit.com if you would like this video, leave a comment, share it in social media, help get the word out about our podcast. We would certainly appreciate that. Yes. And um, like, you know, we'll actually do some episodes so there's something to listen to. <laughs> Amen. All right. Well, grace and peace, everyone. All right. Bye, guys.